Welcome to the Homeschool Show, dedicated to viewing home education and all aspects of life through the prism of God's Word. Thousands of families are experiencing the educational freedoms and challenges of teaching their own children at home. Now here's your host, veteran teacher, homeschooling dad, author, speaker, award-winning film producer, and president of Piedmont Education Services, Greg Munger. Welcome to the Homeschool Show. I'm glad you're with us today. I'm your host, Greg Munger, here on the Homeschool Show, where we talk about home education and all along the way, look at all of life through the prism of God's Word. Don't forget, if you ever want to contact us, listen to any of the previous shows on the podcast, ask a question, you can do so at the web at thehomeschoolshow.net. May and June are typically homeschool conference months, when homeschoolers all across the country attend homeschool conventions. And this month, we're highlighting some of these state and regional conventions. And you might be asking, well, why in the world are you doing that? Well, we want to pursue excellence in home education. 1 Corinthians 10.31 tells us that whatever we do, we're to do all to the glory of God. And at these homeschool conventions, you can learn how to homeschool and uh, get some motivation, uh, be encouraged, certainly. They can be life-changing experiences. And indeed, you can pursue excellence in home education. And that's because... There's no better way to learn what homeschooling is all about and actually how to do it than to learn from others who are doing homeschooling successfully. At the homeschool conventions, you can, as I said, to be encouraged, get how-to information, be motivated. You can listen to the moms and dads who are actually doing homeschooling. You can listen to the kids. You can listen to them teach about their methods, find the methods that might fit your needs. You can certainly ask lots of questions. And, of course, at many of these conventions, you're going to have book fair, both new and used materials. And you can do really a hands-on experience of your own looking at the materials right there. So to help you do that, to help highlight some of these conventions and help you pursue home excellence in home education, we're going to have some interviews today, even as we did on our last program, several families that have been homeschooling. These are homeschooling veterans. And by the way, if you want a free copy of these interviews, you can contact us at thehomeschoolshow.net or you can call us at 336-924-2494. Get a free copy of the interviews that you're hearing from the Homeschool Show. So without any further ado, let's listen to the McRae family. The McRae family is an African-American family with three children, and you're going to hear how Mrs. McRae got started and why she got started. You'll also hear her talk about her husband's outlook, and the family support that she had as she began homeschooling. Notice, too, that she will talk about the fact that her homeschooling experience, as so many of us, is a lifestyle of family-oriented, biblically-based, practical education. She'll also talk about socialization and the fact that uh, socialization is best learned from loving adults, not from peers. She'll talk about the control that she had over the kids' environment and their educational process. To talk about her teaching approach, which is tailor-made to each child with several grades at once, and her desire to go on to continue with home education all the way through high school. Don't forget that when you school at home, the whole world is your campus, and this is one of the beauties of home education. So without further ado, let's listen to the McRae family. Well, we were living in New York. My oldest daughter at the time was about between two and three, so it was about nine years ago. And I heard Dr. James Dobson's program, and he had something on homeschooling. And the first segment I heard, I said, no way, I can't do that. And um, the second part, by the second part, I started thinking that it was something I wanted to do. So I got Dr. Moore's books, and I started reading better late than early in the homespun schools. 
And um, that's how I decided to homeschool. So then the Moores and the Dobsons, uh, pioneers in home education, they were the ones instrumental in uh, at least getting your attention. Right. Did You say you did a lot of reading in those books. Oh, yeah. I started because um, at the time I knew I didn't want to put my daughter in public school in New York, and it was a choice of private school, homeschool. Um, until I heard about homeschool, private school was going to be the only choice. So I was really excited about it because I thought it was, I never, it wasn't anything I'd ever considered before. It was totally new to me at the time. Did you have any help or input from other homeschooling families in getting started? Um, not in, not in New York at the time that I decided to homeschool. At that time, she was three, four. When we moved here, she was kindergarten five. And my mother and father lived here and I was aware that Homeschooling was a lot easier here in New York. So I didn't have any um, help from other homeschoolers. I, was, I started out on my own with the support of my mother and uh, my father and my husband. Certainly, uh, support of family is very important. And uh, uh, mom and dad and, and relatives, a lot of times people think, uh, people ask, you may have heard this yourself, uh, what, what is this crazy thing homeschooling you're doing? Did you get that kind of response? Oh, no, because my mother's a first grade teacher here in the Forsyth County Schools, and she's the one who told me, please homeschool your children. So I had a lot of support from my family. I haven't had any negative uh, input or response or questions from them. What was the biggest influence that uh, convinced your husband? You had read some books and had input from your family. Was there anything that helped him over the hump, you might say, to understand about homeschooling? I know a lot of families will... The wife or the mother will be all encouraged about it, and the husband will say, well, I'm not quite so sure. What about him? Well, he, he both agreed that we wouldn't put our daughter in public school. So school we were already thinking about. just started telling him as I learned. I told him everything that I learned. And um, so we kind of were, were working at it together. I didn't get any resistance from him either, because we were both going. Our, both of us at first were still kind of hesitant would I have the time to do it because we own our own business. But we worked on it together, so we came to the conclusion together. Have you found that you mentioned time and your own business? Have you found that this interferes a lot with um, your personal things or your business or what you want to do, or is it kind of mesh and fit just nicely? Um, there are times it gets kind of hectic. I say it's easier because my children are older. When they were younger, it was a little more difficult but now they can dress themselves, they get their own breakfast and lunch, and so it's, it's easier than it was because I'm, I don't have to do all of these things. They help with the laundry, they do housework, so it does make it easier. It's like homeschooling, besides learning uh, academics and math, et cetera, et cetera, you have a lot of uh, practical education, uh, house chores and oh, yeah. breakfast and kind of teaching to be independent. Oh, yes. That's one of the things I like about it because I have the time to work with my children, so they know how to change the bed, they're learning how to cook, they have their chores, um, I also am teaching them how to handle their own money. It's time, and I have the time to do it when I'm homeschooling. That's great that you have the time to do that, too. Does uh, Mr. McRae help with uh, teaching in any way? Um, his help comes with a support and asking them what they've done, and when we go on field trips, he will take off. Um, our Kernersville Homeschool Group is going to Discovery Place in Charlotte, so he's taking the day off next month to go with us. So he does that. Support primarily comes in the spiritual realm. I deal with the academics, and um, I do some spiritual, but he is his main 
uh, responsibility with the children as far as teaching. You mentioned the spiritual. Let me ask, was that a major factor in your decision to do homeschooling? Oh, yes, definitely. The fact that I can teach my children their Christian values, um, the curricula that I use has uh, Bible uh, teaching in it and scripture in it and the Christian values that we um, believe in. Yes, that was a definite uh, determining factor in homeschooling. How about socialization? You, uh, you keep your kids home all day and uh, you go on field trips and all that kind of stuff together. Do you feel like, uh, and do they feel like they're missing anything? Socialization. Tell me about that. What your thoughts are? I love that question because, of course, you know, <laughs> question you get. My first response to that is that um, children learn socialization from adults. They don't share from other children. Uh, one of my a good example for me is um, I watch other children when they play games. They get very angry if they lose, but I play games with my children. So, and once they have learned the um, strategy of game, I win. I play to win. And so my children know how to win without getting angry. Um, she played a game with her grandfather this weekend. And he was amazed because she wasn't upset that he won. Organization is taught by the parents. And then we're involved in church. So they are with other children. We're involved in the homeschool group. Um, but the socialization I have for my children is structured. I want to be able to choose the children that they are around, um, children who will, um, who, you know, who, who are from, from uh, homeschool families or Christian families, and even the ones at church, maybe not all of them are from the same background, but at least I can control the environment and the things that they do and the things they say to each other. That's important to me. That's very good. That's uh, refreshing and heartwarming to hear you say all that. Concerning um, your approach to teaching, you have a number of books. You have a great library, I see, across the room here in your home. Uh, do you have any one particular approach? Or what is your approach to, to teaching, a curriculum method or whatever? Well, right now I am using uh, basically workbooks for math, language arts, and social studies. And I didn't start out doing that, but now all three are involved. And it got kind of hectic for me trying to gather the materials I needed to meet each one's needs. Now, that's just me personally. It did not fit into my lifestyle. My oldest daughter likes to work on her own. It works well with her. My son, he likes to do his math orally. So we use the, we use the textbook, but we do it orally. Um, this daughter here, Lydia, she likes, my youngest daughter, she likes to do the workbook. She's a writer. So I use that, that structured um, Curric the structured curriculums, but I try to adjust it to meet each one's needs. So then you tailor, actually what you're doing is you're tailor-making the curriculum to each child and whatever fits their needs. Do you um, find that uh, they have each have special subjects that they like or do best, and then you have to prod them on the others, or is pretty much uh, they get right into it and go with each, uh, each subject you give them? Well, I, I, know, I don't know if they have a special subject. They pretty much uh, get right in into their subjects. Um, you know, you have some days where they don't want to do any school, uh, but I haven't found any one subject that is really difficult to get them to do. You have uh, elementary children, and see, Leah, what grade is Leah in? Seven. Seventh grade. So, do you plan to go through high school? Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. When I started out um, homeschooling, my goal was just to prepare them, you know, build their self-esteem and all of that. 
and then put them in public school around fourth or fifth grade. And once I got started, I decided I would go to high school. When I started looking at the public schools, and also I saw other homeschool families, yours was one of them, doing older children. And I said, oh, I could do that too. So we are committed through high school now. That's tremendous. There's, uh, there's a, uh, one of my kids brought home a t-shirt from the recent, uh, last year's uh, homeschool convention, and it had a picture of the globe on the earth, and it said, the, when you homeschool, the whole world is your campus. Do you feel that same way? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, that is the advantage of homeschooling. You can use so many different things. Like, my son has the opportunity to go work with his dad. Now, we haven't done it uh, lately because things have been so hectic, but he was going to work with dad once a week. I have them do um, some some uh, record keeping. Uh, she just writes numbers for me, but it's office work. And also they get involved in church, um, and they learn from that. They have opportunities to do that. So, yeah, the whole world is your campus. There's so many things you can do, and you have the time to do it. That's good. You do have indeed have the time to do it and uh, build a family, build family relationships. Thank you very much. Uh, lovely children and uh, uh, doing quite well. And uh, we do appreciate you taking the time and interrupting this fine work here these kids are doing. Thank you very much. You're welcome. You're listening to The Homeschool Show, and I'm your host, Greg Munger. You've been listening to an interview that I had recently with the McRae family, and I hope you enjoyed that, talking about their experience in home education. We're going to take a break now, but when we come back, we'll speak with another family about their homeschooling experience, the veteran homeschooling family, the Caudill family. We'll be right back here on The Homeschool Show. Welcome back to The Homeschool Show. I'm your host, Greg Munger. Don't forget, if you ever want to contact us, listen to any of the previous shows, ask a question, you can do so on the web at thehomeschoolshow.net. Today, we're talking about the homeschool conventions, and we're talking about how to homeschool, how to pursue excellence in home education. There's no better way to learn what homeschooling is all about than actually listen to someone tell how they're actually doing homeschooling, finding the method that fits your needs, asking questions, looking at the materials. You can do that at some of the conventions, and you can do that by listening to these interviews that we're presenting to you today with these various homeschool families. Now we have the Caudill family, a veteran homeschool family, very large family, and you'll hear some of the children in the background. They actually started out with a special needs child. That was their reason to get into homeschooling. As you listen to them, you'll learn that they actually spent a lot of time learning how to homeschool, reading books, going to conventions, listening and talking to other families. And now as they've been homeschooling for a number of years, they have various ages and various abilities. You'll also hear Mrs. Caudill talk about how she adjusts and has to juggle the teaching and the schedule and all of that. You'll also talk about socialization and the places they find that good socialization in family and church and neighbors, other homeschool kids, and how they avoid the negatives. So without further ado, let's listen to the Caudill family talk about their homeschooling experiences. How long have you homeschooled? This is six, the six years. Six years, so you're six kind of veterans at it, I guess. Uh, <laughs> considered for well, probably so. That's right. How did y'all get started uh, six, seven, six years ago, six seven years, years ago? ago. Um, I think our story is a little bit different from most people in that um, our oldest son is mentally handicapped mm -hmm. and we got started because of that reason. We had checked out our other options and felt like he would be best to serve here at home. But then after we had about a year with him here at home, then Laura is about to have her to start school and we felt like this is what the Lord wanted us to do. It was just so clear to us that this was his plan for our family. And so ever since we've been homeschooled. Well, that's great. So our reasons have changed over the years, but um, we're still homeschooled on them. First was it was a need of special challenges academically and then came along the others and actually flowed in. Right, it's, it's a, 
way of life for us now. Did you read any books or magazines or stuff like that before you started? The year before we started, we visited a family in our church who's homeschooling and uh, got some ideas from them. We went to a homeschooling conference in Winston. Uh -huh. It was in Asheville, I lived there. And uh, we read every book that we could get our hands on and talked to everybody, trying to get an idea of what we're supposed to do. And it's a big challenge and a big responsibility. And we wanted to make sure that, that we understood what we're supposed to do. And also, we actually went to uh, one of the schools here in Carlsville and sat down one of the core classes, which is the class that he would have been in. Like a private school? Well, no, it's, no, it's public school, public school. but it's their special curriculum called the core classes for uh, kids who are slow, retarded, handicapped, whatever. And we actually sat down that project for about an hour, talked to the teacher extensively, trying to find out what the public school would be able to offer. And after doing that and then doing the steps we did, the wrong just described, we felt like this was the best one. So that was really the, one of the main things that you saw that uh, you, could, you felt like you could better meet your children's needs here rather than either in the public or private school. Oh, definitely. Right. Were you both convinced from the start, or did Ronald you were more convinced first and then uh, Daryl? Or? No, it was it was mutual. It was mutual. The only person that we knew that ever homeschooled was the missionaries that we had to go to Africa. I thought that was the only people that ever homeschooled in the area. Just and boy, we learned real fast that, that there are other people that homeschooled. Yeah. It's really grown, too. I'm sure you've seen it grow in the six that. years. Uh, I think uh, from probably 25 or 30, now there are almost three or 400 in this area. Was there any any particular um, aspect that you felt like um, you th didn't think you could do, or that you found out that you could, or do any um, Well, because of Christopher, that was a concern of ours, but most of it, you know, you can either get through books, you can take courses on the, the things that you feel comfortable in. We use the computer a lot. And a lot of the software programs now, they offer um, things that we didn't feel comfortable in teaching. So, um, I'm a nurse, so I enjoy the sciences, and they think all of the sciences, so that was an easy one. And Daryl's good at math, so I'm doing effort here. Well, I guess it needs it. How do you do with so many children with, with at one time in, in the classroom? I do the English, uh, phonics, and math separately. And then they all come together for uh, all the other subjects. We do those together. Right. And it's a juggle, like you can see right here. <laughs> um, a lot of families uh, getting into homeschooling, they read the books, they talk to people, they have uh, gone to a meeting or two, but then they have this fear that their children will become social hermits or outcasts of some sort. Have you had a problem with socialization? That's what I'm trying to get to. What about the matter of socialization? Um, <laughs> that's a question we get asked a lot. Um, we're not sure that all socialization is good, number one. That all the things that, that other people say that our children are quote, missing is not all good. So that for, and therefore we, we want to protect from something like that. But the socialization part, we're very much involved in school, um, doing things with other parents, the, the groups around here. Um, there's a lot of neighbors around here that kids play with. We're very involved in church, in church activities. And uh, I feel like the socialization that they're getting is what we, we need for them to have. Obviously, it shows that God has blessed your efforts, and uh, you have a lovely family, and uh, thank you. encourage you very much and continue on. Uh, thank you very much for letting us come and uh, interview you. Very well. May God bless and encourage you and your family. Thank you very much. Thank you. We're here on The Homeschool Show today. We've been talking about pursuing excellence in home education, and you've been listening to a couple of interviews from the McRae family and from the Caudill family about how they homeschool and how they got started and what they're doing and what are the blessings and the benefits and possibly some of the negatives and uh, challenges of home education. But did you notice the common themes? The common themes of all these interviews, and by the way, 
If you want a copy of these interviews, please contact us at thehomeschoolshow.net or call us at 336-924-2494. But the common themes of all of these interviews, and you'll find that all of the successful homeschool families, is family closeness, fond responses, and freedom to explore academic interests. No matter what you do, no matter what approach you take, no matter how many children you have, you're going to find those common themes, family closeness, fond responses, and freedom to explore academic interests. Well, that's all we have time for today here on The Homeschool Show, and I do want to thank these families for being on the program with us. Don't forget, you can always visit us on the web at thehomeschoolshow.net. You can read our blog, listen to the podcasts, ask an expert. Please join us next time, would you, as we again look at home education and all of life through the prism of God's Word here on The Homeschool Show.